that's been the that's kind of sort of a result of like some many conversations and some experiments that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the concept. You know what I mean? You can adjust how much pull you get just because you have a long, deeper blade. So you can go deeper or just tap on the surface for shallow, and then you don't get like real big blade. You don't get like yaw. You know what I mean? Like big blades. It's wandering. Unless you got a 14 foot, 15, 16 foot board and you're just going to go across the channel, then big blade is good because all that rail, the board's going to go straight anyway. But the shorter you get, the more yaw you get and the less blade you can have. It's, it's, a, it's weird, huh? I think that has to do with how big this is. Yeah. Like how much blade you go in there is dependent on how big a board you're riding here. Well, you so know, what? smaller boards, you need smaller blades. You know, what's really interesting about what you're saying is if you take a regular blade, let's just... Let's just look at our friends here for a second. Um, if you look at where this is placed on the, you know, when you dig it in the water, right? Now I dig this through the water, and I've got all of my surface area basically in one place. Mm-hmm. And if I want to take this a little, right? I, it's very difficult just, just, Tap on top. just to get a little bit of this tile, especially when the board is like this. Mm-hmm. And as I was saying to these guys earlier, how many times are you ever? parallel to the water like you are in a canoe. Right. You're always some kind of something up one way or the other. You take this paddle and you if you if you want if you want half or you know you don't need that much of a dig, you can take that much of a dig. You want the whole thing, you got the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only good thing about like a shorter fuller paddle for different applications is as a cane, like I'm falling over, whoa. You know what I mean? Well, I'm turning, whoa, you know, like, I, oh, I, stable. But you stable. got the same area, almost the same. If we were to measure the actual area yeah. of the paddle on that one, it's almost the same. We're actually going to do another one. The newest the newest one I have coming takes a quarter inch all the way off of this. Wow. Which is real. I'm, I, I mean, uh, like I was saying to these guys earlier, we I've got a guy, that a, a customer that, that has helping me on this project. He's the director of hydrology out of there. So he's literally a rocket scientist for water, right? Right, right. hydrodynamics. Yeah, yeah. and and he's telling me that we we have a direct relation to the efficiency of the paddle in, you know, x equals work, right? Mm -hmm. If we pull pull this stroke through, what is the efficient uh, area of this to actually give us the the work we want, the forward momentum or the save or whatever? So we, we you know we have, we both went out and paddled a few times with this and we actually decided that we, at least experiment is going to go with the next little bit smaller yeah, size. Check it out. Like bigger so bigger shaft. The yeah. shaft is too narrow. Yeah. And 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 you know what? It's so weird because we're so in like the development and like every season we're going to keep on seeing new stuff. That's why it's exciting, you know. Because yeah. then you got the guys, the fans of Kialoa, and those guys like those paddles because. The shaft is small, and then so some people are going, "Oh, I can wrap my whole hand around exactly. it," you know. But then other people are like, "Oh, that's not that comfortable." Exactly. But it hands, there's different size hands too. There's different, different size, size hands. Yeah. You, this kind of shaft would be perfect for women and yeah. smaller. If you've got a smaller hand, it's perfect. Yeah. But for me, I'll, I need a little You're bit more. Out. I yeah. want a little more shaft. Right. The other thing, did you notice the grip? The difference in the grip. Now, uh, Dave Chen was here the other day, and he said this is a, a freshwater grip, right? But I never, I never realized what it was. It doesn't matter. But I did notice that what I started doing was pushing the blade. I was palming the, the, the blade, blade forward, holding it. Yeah, yeah, rather than holding it. I, I'm, I'm basically pushing it now, which actually is giving me a little bit more relief on my shoulders, my yeah. elbows, whatever. I'm using both hands yeah. to work. They can change it up. Yeah. Uh, and then even like this, you know, it's, now I've seen some of the new paddles coming from Tahiti. They got 
more angle now, real aggressive ones, right? I, and I think that... And then my friend Edmund, he loves those. But I count them and they were just like different, you know? Because he likes them because his stroke is just like right here because so much angle. Right. But it felt like it was almost pulling too much, too aggressive. I think it was... Saying, it felt like it pulled you off the board. When yeah, you, when too, too much angle. So there's yeah. so many different schools of thoughts, you know? And like, well, you know what? I, I was telling these guys earlier, and I'll, I'll just demo it because we've already been down this path, but we'll do it again. You know, I, I, I spent a lot of times, a lot of time researching with the guys who, you know, developed this stuff, right? I'm not a canoe paddler, so I don't know shit from Chinola, right? But stuff makes logical sense to me. This was designed for a six-man canoe. Yeah. All the guys are going forward at the same time for their stroke. Yeah. The, the canoe is nosing in the front. You got a lifting stroke that comes through here right at the beginning. You're lifting the canoe back up. And then you've got maximum efficiency for the length of your pull. Now there's a couple of, 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 of descriptors here that are important. One, where's the canoe on the water relative to the water? And how often do you make the same consistent stroke? Right. You know, you're always, and you're locked in. So if you, even if you get off a little bit, you can hold yourself from that, that pull or wobble or whatever, right? Because you're actually powering the canoe through your strokes. Now you take that whole thing and stand up. And I'm com in a completely different, more vulnerable position. Right. I don't see this thing as going through and the need for it. I'm not putting my, I'm not thrusting myself forward to lift the, to need to lift the, the front of the board, right? You know? So, so I see, and, and I'm not alone in this thought process, that this, while this works extremely well for the, uh, uh, for the outrigger canoe, right? It's not the be all end all, in my opinion, mm -hmm. um, for, for a stand up paddle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the evolution is still happening. But you know, just what you can take from canoe paddling, the same thing you can take from stand-up is your zone is right here. Like too far out there, like you're just you're pulling too much, you're not that's not from your shoulders. Yeah. Back here, that's completely that's a wasted show. So you see all the Tahitians, all the good canoe paddlers, the same thing you can apply to stand-up surfing is just like right there to right like you're out of the water already, right? Because this, there's no more power once you go there. No and once power. I get the skill set that I can uh, eliminate any other moves, yeah. then I agree with you 100%. But until then, yeah. I mean, you're all, people are all over the place with their paddling, yeah. right? And, and and I think the only thing I'm trying to say, which I said to Dave and I just say it, I'm just saying it, is it would be really nice for us to take, let our minds go free, which we're doing, mm -hmm. and just try everything. Oh, yeah. And what we can find out, what we can learn, where, where we can get with the paddles so that they're actually more efficient for us is all the end, all, all the end goal is. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's good to continue to, to, to try new stuff. Yeah, right. This is the one I paddled mostly, and I found that it was just about two inches too short uh -huh. for me. I felt I was bending over more. Um, but I'm going to try another one. This, you notice this has a little bit more of a teardrop head on it. And this one's a little more elongated, the actual blade pattern, blade check on. And what I like this, I like this grip better than this when I put it in the water. Uh -huh. It's a little too wide. A little too wide, so yeah. it almost forces you to yeah. bomb because so you can't get your exactly you can't really get around it. The other this would be cool with a tee, just a oh, just yeah. simple oh, tee. It would work really well with a tee. Yeah, and that was another thing. If you talk to that paddle maker, and by the way, he's third generation. Yeah, these guys have been making paddles for a long time. 1876. Yeah, in a long time. Long. So he was saying that the T handle actually came from cost effectiveness. It's a very cost effective way. Now, if you ask Dave, you know, he gives me the the the, 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 the we have a thumb thing. You know, <laughs> so that's what Dave's thing is, right? But but actually. Um, 
these guys from here are saying this was made for financial financial reasons. It's very cheap and very ineffective. Oh, I mean, and then the the path of cut out of your influence on that was like first season, nineteen friggin' seventy two, whatever. Yeah. Taitians coming over. Right. Right. 